1: has so much appeal a great place
0: to get a seafood meal Miami. Miami. picture it los angeles 2017
1: oh welcome to out on the lanai the only golden girls podcast you will ever need to listen to I'm H Allen Scott and
0: I'm Carrie Doherty
1: and this is a podcast where we watch an episode of The Golden Girls and then we talk about it.
0: And we just watched season six, episode eight. How do you solve a problem like Sophia? You
1: gotta now, Carrie. We've done this before. (laughs) If it's musical themed, you gotta sing it. How do you solve a problem like Sophia?
0: Which aired on November tenth, nineteen ninety. Is the one where Sophia becomes a nun.
1: You don't you don't you don't days. embrace I mean, I'm not a singer, I'm not a musical person, but like you know Um
0: if, if smash cut to millions uh, oh, of moments of you singing on it this. It doesn't show. stop
1: me from singing. If I recognize a musical moment, I, I say yes and to it and I give into it, no matter how poor my voice is. You know
0: that I am very sort of strict with my. Yeah. You're the one who likes yes. to play up yes. top. I'm yeah. very. You're Jody forward. Foster
1: to my Anthony Hopkins. I embrace the moment, even if it involves eating a person.
0: <laughs> ah, sorry. Go back.
1: <laughs> Jodie Foster how in, in Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs. She would never have sang with him. She never would have like, you know, done the the wooing that he was doing. Do Whereas, you think
0: of yourself as a Hannibal no, Lecter type?
1: But I think of you as like a Jodie Foster type.
0: I like that it wasn't the, the sort of go to, which is like Abbott and Costello. I'm Bud Abbott. No, I'm a little bit more serious. You? You're Luke Costello. I'm 97. It Costello. doesn't matter. No, no
1: one, no one listening to this podcast. Well, I guess this is a podcast about doing a show about four old women. So maybe, maybe. Yeah, face.
0: like, that's a little bit more I'm serious. I'm just saying, you're like, very Jodie Foster. Like, man, I have a feeling, like,
1: if, if What's-Her-Name in Contact hadn't have been cast, you would have been very good in that role of her switching faces midway through her Out on the Lanai listeners, travel. how
0: often have you been with a friend? You're a little bit more serious. They're a little bit more silly. And you've just been like, you know who we're like? Jodie Foster and <laughs> Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't think that comparison's ever been drawn for this type of relationship before. I think it's before.
1: perfect. I think it's perfect. We haven't seen each other in a we bit. It
0: in the so eclipse we was today. That's
1: right. That's, I don't give a fuck about the eclipse. I think
0: that's why maybe there's a lot of silliness in the air. Mm. No, this would have been like this I anyway. I really
1: could give two shits about this eclipse. For me, it's like I pay for cable. For a reason. Like, I have television to watch it. like this happen. I don't need to, like, be outside, buy special glasses for it. That's right. No. You can sit
0: inside and enjoy Mother Nature on a screen.
1: In the air conditioning with a LaCroix, you know, eating chocolate, petting my kitty. <laughs> That's all I need.
0: <laughs> I I experienced it, but it was less of like a... It was sort of a... An added bonus to just Mm. hanging out with some friends and we just happened to be hanging out on like a solar system themed playground in Studio City.
1: See, it's interesting because like I'm all about friends, but I'm I'm more about friends coming to me and like I'll provide wine and stuff but like I don't want to leave.
0: Right, I love coming here. You always have like treats and goodies. Yeah, of course, and it's I got, great.
1: I got little tangerines out, and and you know. But we
0: didn't eat those. We eat the candy that we. You eat brought the candy, the candy, that candy I brought. but
1: I set that out for a healthy option because there's no points in those tangerines.
0: <laughs> I'll eat some. I would. Good. I first I might paint like a, I might do like a charcoal drawing of them. But.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we haven't seen it. So we both like the past few episodes were recorded previously and we scheduled them. Uh, so, we haven't seen each other in a couple of weeks because I was shooting in the you latter are taller. day. You I did, yes, I know. I, it's shocking. Uh, I was shooting Latter day Jew in uh, St. Louis with mm-hmm. my family. Check out the trailer. And you were in Boston? I was in
0: Massachusetts visiting my family, which mm-hmm. is why I now am 80 pounds heavier. Wow. I you ate- do
1: not look it at all. Yeah,
0: it's because I'm sitting sideways, but mm. look, when I turn forward.
1: That's usually the opposite of people who've gained weight. You don't want to be viewed sideways because it shows how much ga- weight oh. you've gained. Forward is how you hide it.
0: I see. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Trust me. I've been fat my entire life. I know how to hide these things. Okay. Yes. Noted. Yeah.
0: Um, before we get into today's episode, we do have someone to thank for a donation.
1: We want to thank you.
0: Michael Jerkovic. Jerkovic.
1: <laughs> Jerkovic.
0: <laughs> what are you thinking? That's what it is.
1: No, it's Jerkovic.
0: Jerkovic. I'm sorry. It's... I... I... I Jerkovic? I, I explicitly <laughs> say in most of these, I'm sorry if I mispronounce your name. I'm not good at pronouncing like names. most
1: people who see that last Jerkovic. name would say, oh, Jerkovic. Yeah. Jerkovic. Jerkovic. Jerkovic.
0: Jerkovic. If he,
1: how often do you think people will be like, yo, how much you jerkin' Vic? Because <laughs> his nickname could be Vic and then jerkin'. And-
0: it's like that commercial where that guy's, like, in a job interview, and he's like, I really want to come work for you, Mr. Dumbass. And you see the oh. nameplate, and he's like, it's Dumas. <laughs> I feel like I just did that. Michael, I'm so, so sorry for butchering your name. Oh. Hopefully you have a good sense of humor about these things. If it things. is Jerkovic. <laughs> anyway.
1: I hope it is. We thank, thank you so much. much. Now you're musical.
0: Well, yeah, I do it for the donations. Because, again, it's a I'm I like... You know, I like consistency.
1: Mm, yeah. In format. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> right off the bat, I just want to say Blanche's method of meeting men.
1: Oh my god, amazing! Is so
0: brilliant. Well,
1: yeah. So like, Rose is like cooking muffins or something, and then Blanche comes in. And she tells this story about how. She meets men, because she just had a car accident,
0: yes, and so she, that's what
1: prompts her to like talk about this. She 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 gently taps the back of men's cars
0: at red lights, at red
1: lights to like, and then when they ask for her insurance or something, no,
0: they say when when he asks you who does good body work, you give him your phone number. Which that's I mean, so good. No,
1: and, it's not, but it's, yes, it is. I mean, yes, in TV world, it's great, but in a practical world, if I bumped into the back of someone's car. A, there's a lot more layers involved because I only have 10% of the world that would respond to my sexual advances, whereas Blanche had 90% of the world. So let's just keep that in mind. But if I tapped into the back of someone's car and I was like, oh, you need body work or you need a connection for body work, and he would be like, "Um, no, just give me your insurance. That's how this works because it's the world.
0: I, well, okay, but like <laughs> picture Blanche doing it though, right? Because mm. first of all, she this is how she meets rich I don't men. Have insurance. Because she will go up to a car that's very fancy. Yeah. Where like I think the the plan is with Blanche is that she she bumps into them and you're like, Oh my I'm so so what have yeah. you done? Yeah. And then it's like it's if it's a little scratch, some rich guy's not gonna care. He's gonna be so seduced by yeah. Blanche that they will exchange phone numbers because for him it's like Dating this woman or taking her on a date to me is much is worth way more than getting insurance involved when I'm rich oh, and yeah. I can just like buff that out. True. Buff it out.
1: Buff it. She's yeah. trying to do. So you know, I, think how it's, I, do it, I think it's I, a
0: brilliant way to meet rich men. it's
1: 2017, if I see someone, then the, my first thing, my first instinct is to immediately go onto all of my dating apps and to see if they're in the area, dating hookup apps like mm-hmm. Grindr, et cetera, mm-hmm. and see if maybe we match in that area. Right. That way then I can favorite him. I could favorite him Mm -hmm. and then randomly start a conversation without having to do any approaching IRL because that's stressful.
0: Sure. I get that.
1: Whereas Blanche is taking a very proactive, like I'm going to smash into your fucking car. (laughs) Not
0: smash. Gently tap well, at a red she, light.
1: Well, as she was trying to gently tap the car of a Jaguar, she gets smashedy poo She
0: nicked a dork in a duster.
1: <laughs> What's a duster?
0: I don't know. It sounds like a you know, like a Chevy spark. Maybe like one of those cars, like a Chevy duster.
1: <laughs> Have you ever tried to go up a hill on a Chevy spark? No, I haven't. Oh, they are fun. Really? You feel like a little engine that could. You're um, like, come oh
0: on, come I mean it used to happen to my Prius in Silver Lake, but Not only did this not work out for Blanche this time, she was also driving Rose's car. (laughs) And Rose is... Uh, the funny thing about th- this is like one of those classic situations where Blanche just makes the situation all about her and mm-hmm. takes advantage of Rose. Because like when Rose gets upset, she's like, please, Rose, I was just in an accident. Yeah. And like gets to a point where she basically convinces Rose to like bring her cocoa and massage her head.
1: Diet cocoa. She has a date next week.
0: Also diet cocoa. That, that, that sounds, sounds disgusting.
1: Most diet things like I often think of something as diet. I'm like, oh, cancer. Like, that's, my brain immediately goes to cancer.
0: I don't like diet.
1: I don't like, like diet di, Not at
0: all. diet cocoa, especially. I feel like they wanted to say diet coke, and they were like, ooh, I don't know if we're mm. going to be able to say coke on, mm, I don't know if we can get the rights. And they were like, "Coco, Coco, diet cocoa.
1: You know what I do like that's diet related, and it's a total science product, but I enjoy it? What's that? That laughing cow cheese, that spreadable cheese. Oh, yeah, I that's, enjoy that. It's science cheese, but I really enjoy it. Yeah,
0: I enjoy it, too. Yeah. That's That's actually really good. Um, so on top of all of this and making Rose mm-hmm. feel bad, then a little bit later, Rose reveals to Blanche that like the dude that she hit, who was a total like oh. nerd guy, um, is now going to, is suing, suing her, her because he says he's hurt. And Blanche is like, no way. I, I, I saw that dude. He wasn't hurt. And they decide that they're going to like, that happened have a to, way me to once. Like, set him up. What's Happen that?
1: To me, it happened to me once where someone lied about being hurt. Oh. In an accident. I was in St. Louis. I was driving. It was around Halloween. And I made a left turn. I had a legal left turn. And there was like a light. And I made the left turn. This car just comes spiraling at me and smashes in the front of me. And I can't get out either side of the car because it's like a bad crash. And so I have to come out the back of the car that's how bad it was into the middle of a busy street i look across the street and i'm like oh there are three women across the street and so i start walking i'm fine-ish i'm a little scraped up and stuff but i'm Mm -hmm. fine i start walking to them just to make sure that they're okay and that we can call this was this was before i had a cell phone um uh that we call authorities and and they i get closer and they are three very large drag queens like very large angry i believe they were drag queens they were very it was halloween time so maybe it could have been something else but regardless they were very loud they were very angry and they were very sort of vocal and so i go back to my car and just wait for the police and the police come over and they're like so they're bleeding and i was like i went over to them and they were so not bleeding and so he checked some more halloween blood
0: well, wait, but was did the cop just assume they were bleeding because they had Halloween blood, or did were they faking it? They were
1: faking it. So oh. when the ambulance came to, to to take them, they the then the ambulance guy confirmed it was actually fake blood. Halloween that's like blood. A, that's there kind was of no, a dumb thing
0: to try to get a, I know. away with.
1: <laughs> and then my mom came, and my mom's this like five foot tall, like just quiet little woman, and she's screaming at these like six four drag queens.
0: Here's what I will say though: <laughs> I do think that some people like like this dude Arthur could have actually felt those injuries later because if you, I mean, again, she don't tapped give him. any
1: credit to no, Arthur no, no, here. But listen,
0: she tapped him. I feel like if you are in an accident, you may have like adrenaline going, but then when you actually get back home, you're like, oh my god, like my I my body hurts. I'm just saying. Anyway. Whole other story in this episode. Yes. Sophia's best friend. I can't tell
1: what's the main story.
0: It's it's the Is it Sophia? Sophia, Yeah. Her best friend, who we've never heard of, Sister Agnes, who's a nun, has died. Well, she was busy. Sophia's taking it really hard. I thought, um, uh, oh my gosh, what is Sophia's best friend who comes over when looking to, saying that there's an extra room for bingo? Ingrid. No? Mildred. 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 I thought Mildred. Mildred was her best friend. They're all
1: the same name.
0: No, Mildred? Basically. No, Mildred is not Sister Agnes. All I just old want to know who is Sophia's, names. who does she identify as Mildred, her
1: best Agnes? Oh, they're all mm. old.
0: So, Sister Agnes died, and Sophia's taking it really hard, and she decides she's going to become a nun because God told her to. And also, she wants to sort of take Sister Agnes's place in the convent the way yeah. that, like, Katniss did for her little sister in the Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. Like, she's taken her spot.
1: I volunteer.
0: Yeah, like yeah. that.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: But not to save her. It's because she's already dead. Would you
1: volunteer? I would not volunteer.
0: To what to become a nun? If I had a friend who was a nun that died, no, or no? I Hunger mean, Games? in general,
1: in a situation like if it was between me and my little brother, I'd let my little brother go because, like, frankly, you know, I did that when I was a kid when we slept in bunk beds. Like, I knew that the murderer would kill him on top first because I would,
0: right, right, yeah, right. Yeah.
1: So, like, you know, I'm, I, I don't know if I'd volunteer. I, I'm smarter than that. Okay, all right. Yeah.
0: Look out for you. <laughs> um, Sophia also says that uh, it's really funny. She says that there was even a moment when she was younger that she wanted to become a nun, mm-hmm. but that feeling went away the first time Sal put his hand down her blouse. <laughs> I love it. She's wait so spark. I don't
1: understand Catholicism very well. My brother recently converted to Catholicism for his wife whom he just married. Um and at the wedding I, I had never been in a Catholic wedding situation mm-hmm. and they had to give a rose to Mary. And I didn't know who Mary was. And they got up. I was at the altar with them because I was the best man. They got up to give that rose to Mary. And I was like, I met her grandma. I met her mother. I do not recall their names being Mary. And it was Mary. And I didn't know. I get back and I'm like, yo, CJ, who's Mary? And he's like, you know Mary. And I'm like, no, I really, I don't know Mary. mm -hmm. And I made some stupid Mary Tyler Moore joke. And then he points out that, he points to the cross in front of us. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, she's his so mom. Who? Yeah, she is popular. Who? Um, uh, like, can women who've had children be nuns?
0: I don't know, to be honest.
1: Aren't you Catholic?
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 I, well, I was born Catholic. Like, I was raised Catholic. Like, but like after my confirmation, I haven't been to a Catholic mass since I was so there know, were 15. were there any
1: nun mommies?
0: There was one nun, Sister Mary something.
1: <laughs> Are they all Mary? <laughs> yes. God,
0: Sister Mary Catherine, Sister Mary Elizabeth. I think maybe Sister it's Mary a Elizabeth. Very erotic anyway, erotic religion. She was like ninety years old, and she was this sweet little frail old woman. Mm. And I know she didn't have any kids, but I, I don't know is the answer. I don't know. Interesting.
1: I just wish all nuns were like Kathy and Jimmy.
0: Oh God, she was the best. The best. Love her singing and so, the redhead.
1: Forget her name, but she's great.
0: Sister Mary Clarence. No, that's Ruby Goldberg. Sister Mary.
1: sister Mary redhead
0: anyway um so Sophia wants to become a nun now so sister Claire comes to visit um who's played by an actress that you've seen in so many things her name's Leela Ivy I didn't
1: recognize her ton
0: of tv she was in big Pleasantville the Adams family but she hasn't really done anything since 2010 I feel Mm. like she's became a nun maybe maybe she became a nun yeah
1: there's (gasps) that famous story of that classic actress I forget her name but uh, she she was she was doing really she was doing really well in Hollywood. It's like in the 40s, and then she left it all to become a nun. There's a documentary about her. Wow. Yeah, it's really it was it's fascinating.
0: Honestly, when a nun came to visit the women, I was like, oh, it would be really funny if it was like the the nun from the Mall Grift oh who was God. like smoking a cig.
1: You have no idea. How
0: amazing would it be? Or if they just got that same actress because they were like, well, we already know she can play a nun. <laughs> we do this a lot anyway, so. That would be amazing if that nun came in smoking a cigarette. She's like, all right, I didn't tell you about the priesthood. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't, again, I was raised Catholic, but I don't know what the tests are or what you kind of go through to sort of see if you fit the nun lifestyle. But is like doing an ink inkblot test part of it? Like well, psychological I tests? All
1: ink all tests were like, like about vaginas and penises.
0: So y- you think it's to sort of get, the Freudian from within someone when they ask you, what do you Maybe, see? Maybe, yeah.
1: Like... Yeah, like, I mean... Or, like, know.
0: what's in your subconscious? Yeah.
1: Like, what do you see when you see this inkblot? Okay, I see a vagina. Like, I always see a vagina. Sure. Like, always. Sure. I don't know what that says about me, but I see any inkblot, and that is a vagina to me. Right. Um. But, you know, but, I mean, Sophia clearly saw other things. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I, I just... It seems really strange that that's like an ink blot test. It will determine I'm sure there are
1: other qualifications if you're like' going from to this become documentary that I watched about um about this this Hollywood actress who became a nun. She became a cloistered nun, so she was like silent or something for a long time, and then she had like had to shave her head and there was a whole ceremony about it. Um, but
0: you're just describing like the opening scene of empire records right now. <laughs> <Am I? laughs> when Robin Tunney goes into the bathroom and shaves her head to the Martinis spree. It's I a great song. I anyway, I never that. You empire that. records fans out there will know what I'm talking about. Yeah,
1: I have no clue. All I know is that Renee Zellweger's in it. Um, yeah, she
0: sings sugar high at the end of coyote shivers. That's Sorry, wonderful.
1: But no, there's a ceremony that you go through and it's like a secret ceremony. It's a Ooh. very Catholic sort of Da Vinci code thing.
0: Yeah. That sounds very different than, than the nun, the one none that I experienced growing up. Um, it's, so, Sophia, when she's doing these inkblot tests, she's, like, every time she asks her what she sees, like, Sophia's giving her the answer she wants to hear. Like, she's like, oh, I see an angel. Next one, she's like, I see a dove perched up on the throne of God. And she's like, they keep going long and long and long. And then Sophia, I mean, I'm sorry, Dorothy, what Dorothy sees in the inkblot blot. John Forsythe Forsyth naked, naked in a, in a pool, pool of, of honey. honey.
1: Now, if Dorothy
0: you, it, if
1: you look at John Forsythe, I mean it—he's not a pool of honey person at all. He, he's more of like a whipped cream. Whipped cream would be a good product. Yeah. For him. Here's
0: what I want to know, Dorothy Z. What are you going to do with John Forsythe naked in a pool of honey? Like that's
1: sticky. I wrote an article for Vice once about this food fetishist that I hooked up with, um, and and I, I have I told you about this? Yes. And the honey situation. Did I tell you about that? I don't know. At the end of the article, I um, we we used honey in our sexual situation, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, this is fine. He's a little younger than me, and. Um, I get up the next morning, there's ants everywhere. There's ants everywhere. Oh, yes, yes, honey. yes. We did talk about that. And he had put honey near my back end. And right. I for, uh, legitimately sent an email to my doctor and was like, can ants live in your butthole? Because I didn't know Can did you ants... say that a
0: little bit louder for the people who? Can
1: ants live in your butthole? Um, you just wanted me to say that louder. Well,
0: I just in case just it... somebody turned it down and they're like, I don't know what he just said.
1: And um, just so you know, they can't. But I had seriously thought that maybe ants had crawled into my butthole.
0: Yeah, I understand your concern. I just, (laughs) specifically though, honey to me doesn't seem like a, also, honestly, if, okay, if we're picturing John Forsythe naked in a pool of honey, it's going to look like he's, you know, like the, the mosquito in amber in Jurassic Park, Mm -hmm. like that's not even going to look good because how big is this pool? Is he submerged is my question or is it like a kiddie pool?
1: Oh, interesting! I think it would probably be a kiddie pool because honey is very expensive.
0: Yeah, it can be, especially with the depletion of the bee population. Yes, I mean, if the you get are clover up, honey, up.
1: that you're looking at a good, you know, thousand dollar purchase there for that much honey to for, cover yeah, John Forsyth. Because I think on on INDB, it said John Forsythe was at least six feet tall. Wow! So, so yeah. That's a you gotta get a lot of honey. And
0: it, it's interesting though that it's enough of a sexy image to like get the nun turned on because she starts to see it too, which is really funny. Oh, John Forsythe. There's also an amazing moment where Blanche comes out and she's like swearing a little bit, mm. and then she turns to the then she turns to Sister Claire. She's like, "Hello, I'm a Baptist." <laughs> this um, harkens
1: back to
0: when Father Frank Leahy came over. When
1: Father Frank Leahy came over. I mean, Blanche,
0: you can't forgive us Baptists. Yeah.
1: <laughs> when Blanche is confronted with saying something and putting her foot in her mouth in an uncomfortable surrounding, it's it is always comedy gold, always no matter if it's a little person, a priest, a nun, mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Put Blanche in it, and it will be funny.
0: But I love with religious figures, it's always like, I'm a Baptist. Mm-hmm. The way that people are like, oh, Sophia had a stroke. And you're like, oh, okay, no need to say more. <laughs> um, there's also a really great line where um, Sophia Dorothy wants to sit with Sophia for this, like, psychological test that a nun is putting her through. Like, obviously, she wants to be there to witness that. Yes. Um, and Sophia doesn't want her to stay. Mm-hmm. And Dorothy's like, well, I'd sit outside, but there are no shady, shady pines. pines for me to sit under, <laughs> which I feel like is the first time they've made a shady pines joke where she's like, you know, in she like didn't a just sort say, of, it's a tree. It's a tree. You know? She
1: actually used it as sort of its intended name purpose rather than sort of the name. Cause usually it doesn't name the home. Right. We could, we'll go, we'll take a visit to shady pines. Ma. Like it's usually, yeah, it's never like li- the actual tree. Yes. I yeah. liked the
0: way that she did that joke. Um, so now back over to Blanche and Rose. Um, they want to prove that this Arthur Nivingston guy, the dork in the duster, the is duster. faking his injury. He totally is. Yes. And so they have him come over. He's wearing a neck brace. And he's wearing a neck brace. A neck brace. And Arthur Nivingston, dork duster, is played by an actor named Paul Wilson. We've seen who, him in a lot. Yes. He's been in a lot of stuff. He's still yeah. in a lot of stuff. Yeah. I know him as the guy from Office Space That's who makes right. the jump to conclusions board. Yes. You jump to conclusions. <laughs> that guy um and blanche blanche's plan is to seduce him to get him to take off the neck brace Mm -hmm. while rose is supposed to be in the closet with a video camera and she's gonna videotape it yeah the idea here's my question how far do you think okay rose is like kind of pissed at blanche right now because blanche put her into this whole situation whatever i i like to think that if that part of the plan had worked in this moment Yeah, that Rose would have let Blanche go like really far before she like jumped out (laughs) with the camera. You know what I mean? To be like, like, I got
1: it. Like Blanche is about to do anal. Yeah.
0: Like Blanche is going to have to like make out with this like sweaty. I like how you go to make out and I go immediately to anal. You go to anal. Yeah. (laughs) Rose isn't going to come out of the closet until
1: there's full penetration. (laughs) This is going on Cinemax.
0: And, I like that. Like Blanche is really good at Mm. pretending to seduce a man. She's like clearly not attracted. She's good.
1: She has the word. What's the word for stamp collector? So because that's the sport he played in high school.
0: He yes. He collects stamps. So he's a philatelist. Which it's funny because as soon as she said that, it sounds like an
1: erection problem.
0: Yeah. Well, it sounds like philatio too, which is I think why they made the joke.
1: Oh, I didn't even. But a philatelist
0: is someone who collects stamps. You didn't know that?
1: (laughs) No, I did not. Um, And I I venture to say that most of our listeners probably didn't know that either because it's
0: 2017. I don't don't care. Again, I am a 97-year-old woman who watches Abbott and Costello. Who
1: watches Abbott and Costello. I mean, I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it. I'm a comedian, guys. I have respect.
0: (laughs) So, yeah. So he likes stamps and she's like, when I saw you, you know what I say to myself? Philatelist.
1: I look, I took one look. She didn't say this, but I would love if she did. I took one look across that freeway and I said, there's a philatelist.
0: Yeah, exactly. That was the point. She did it really well. Yeah. And then, so she's trying to seduce him. Have you ever she's- seduced someone?
1: Like, mm-hmm. like, for purposes other than sexual gratification? Mm-hmm. Because I'm all no. about it. I think I'm all about... You know, if someone wants to sleep with me and then like give me an opportunity, I'm all about that. Like, if it's, it's.
0: But have you ever had to seduce someone as part of like a scam or um, like a trick or a grift? or to catch someone in the like to catch someone doing something nefarious. There was one guy unlawful.
1: years ago, me and my friends were like, is he gay? I can't, we can't tell. We couldn't figure out if he was gay or not. And so I kind of befriended him with the intention of finding that out, you know what I mean? Through
0: seduction or just by befriending him. Well,
1: the seduction kind of just like came accidentally because we then we did we wound up doing like a lot of like stuff one night. And, uh, and then certain sexual things happened and he insisted that he was straight, but then I was like, but, but you, you, your Mm. tongue touched that. Mm. (laughs) Mm. It was a very strange moment. So maybe I've done like that kind of seduction, but then we became legitimate friends. We're still friends to this day.
0: Does he know what you did? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And he's
1: since become more nuanced in his sexuality.
0: Okay. But he's,
1: he still considers himself straight. Just fluid.
0: Sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the Arthur can't, he's like, it's bewildering to me that he's unable, that he's able to mm,
1: It's not to me. Leave it can be very intimidating.
0: Without sleeping with Blanche.
1: It, someone like Blanche, a beautiful woman. When someone very attractive, I have this problem too, because I'm, you know, I'm, I think I'm a very handsome man. Like mm-hmm. I get that. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I understand. I have a unique sense of handsomeness to myself, but I, I, I don't. Consider myself to be sort of like a model, mm-hmm. and so when someone v- I think very attractive comes on to me, I will sometimes sabotage it because I'm thinking, "What does this? This person's going to be very disappointed." Yeah, like I immediately go to that direction. Yeah, it's just it's yeah. There's a self confidence confidence thing. Don't give me comments, guys. I, know. I feel like I'm
0: just going to let you talk through this until you're feeling <laughs> good about it again. <laughs> Um, so there's a really funny moment where, um, as... Uh, you know Blanche is trying to like keep Arthur in and he's leaving he sort of grabs at his like foamy neck brace mm-hmm. and is like whoa this is really beginning to chafe <laughs> of, like I don't think he was talking about his neck brace I think he was talking about what's in his pants." uh and then <laughs> and then Dorothy and Blanche leave Rose in the closet with the camera for a little while while oh. they go hang out in the kitchen
1: oh but it's really great when they're in the kitchen and then Rose comes in and Dorothy says <laughs> you found your way out of the closet
0: yeah, but they didn't actually make, like, a joke about <laughs> I it. I thought it
1: was so funny because yeah. they didn't. It was so natural. It was yeah. like, of course she was in the closet this yeah, whole time. Yeah, of course she was in
0: the closet this whole time. Um, so in the meantime, like, so since all this has happened, Sophia has gone off to live in the convent. Um, and actually, when she was saying goodbye to the women, it's really funny when she says goodbye to the... She's like, you know, Rose, you're a such and such. Blah, blah, yeah. blah. Blanche, you're a slut. <laughs> uh, and then, but then when her and... When she leaves, there's no like hug with her and Dorothy because it looks like Dorothy's walking her out. I just really wanted to see Sophia hug
1: Dorothy before.
0: Oh, well, I don't think it's a left. it's a
1: goodbye goodbye thing. It's a we don't
0: know how far away she is too. It's like,
1: probably not far. I guess I it's mean, not far.
0: They go to visit. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, the women they end up going to visit Sophia in the convent. <laughs> Where this Sophia's- is after,
1: right? She gets a letter. She Yeah, sends a the women will get a letter from I love that Sophia. she calls Rose Rita.
0: <laughs> yes. I miss you and Blanche and Rita.
1: <laughs> like, I love that she could live with her that long. And, I mean, you know she's doing it on purpose. But, like, it's but, well, so... Well, she does
0: have moments where she forgets their names.
1: Which it's was, so funny. Yeah, Rita. Rita. <laughs>
0: And and Blanche says the thing she's going to miss about most about Sophia, all the nicknames she had for her, like Tramp, fluji, Magic Carpet Ride, Harlot, The Human Luge, Shore Leave.
1: The Human Luge.
0: The Human Luge is amazing because it sounds a little bit like lube, but not quite. Oh, God, it's so good. So they go visit convent,
1: Sophia and Sophia's playing um, poker with a bunch of nuns. Plate, I
0: love it. <laughs> it starts with a tight shot of the collection plate. I you imagine think maybe they're in mass and then they back up and they're playing my poker. My only
1: real experience with that Catholics as a child, nuns specifically, was sister act. And, <laughs> <laughs> and so it's it's I imagine nuns to be. I mean, a bit stodgy, but like, you know, also like able to let loose a little bit, like take their, is it, what is it called in their head? A habit. hammock or habit? A hammock?
0: <laughs> a hammock.
1: <laughs> it's kind of a hammock for birds. Um, but a ha- what is it called? A habit. A habit. Sister like-
0: Act Two, back in the habit.
1: La- oh. Do you get it? Oh yeah, I in get In the habit now. of pretending to be a nun, but also that.
0: she wears a wow. habit. Wow.
1: wow. Wow. I have no words. I have no words.
0: No, I mean, but w- would you agree that the mother superior in this episode is a lot like the mother superior in Sister Act? Dame Maggie Smith?
1: Oh, fuck, that joke killed because it, uh, it's buffering. It would have been good. I love it. I love it. I love it. And he really doesn't I follow. follow. I follow. I follow. I follow him. Oh, my God. This I love Whoopi in this I movie. I love, you have no idea.
0: What a great premise for a movie.
1: It is such a good premise for a movie. Yeah. Oh, that's what, you know, that's what they should have done. This should, well, I guess this track hadn't come out when this episode came on. But, oh my God.
0: It was close to coming out, though.
1: It was like a year or so out. Yeah. Um, but what's, so, but I imagine nuns being like able to be cool and shit. So the fact that they're playing cards, mm-hmm. it didn't really, that doesn't, is that something nuns wouldn't do?
0: I don't know that, I don't gambling know gambling a, a sin? Nun would yeah, I don't know that a is nun would know how sin? to play Does poker. It say that in the Bible. I, nuns wouldn't gamble.
1: They're gambling though.
0: Yeah, which is something they're not supposed to do. That's why? the whole reason why Sophia gets kicked out because she's like breaking all the rules and doesn't know how to follow directions. Is
1: gambling a sin? Please let us know. I, I don't know if, if it's that it's slash a sin? Golden Girls Podcast. I just
0: think that it's probably <laughs> against what nuns are allowed to do
1: from the church, like not sex. like from the Bible. Yes, from
0: the church. Like, get married.
1: So like, so, like, Catholics have, like, a separate Bible, kind of like Mormons, in that, like, there's the Bible that, like, God, quote-unquote, came about and did shit to. But then there's, like, other rules that aren't in the Bible that, like, other religious people make up. Right?
0: I, I, well, I don't know. I just think that with nuns and priests, there, there are a set of rules. I don't know that it's in, like, a book like the Bible, like it's a different just like kind a of rule. Bible. It's
1: like a guide. It's like an Ikea handbook.
0: Yeah, I yeah. think it's like, hey, it's like, you want to, hey, you want to be a nun, right? Wouldn't it be great? if what the nun book was do. just
1: all pictures of what not to do? Yeah, like like an IKEA handbook. Like sure. No.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes. So and you get um, that little
1: tool, and it's all you get. Yeah.
0: <laughs> this is the only tool you get. <laughs> as a nun. I also love that is allowed to have her wicker handbag at the club. <laughs> oh, I love
1: it. I love it. It's too much. It's um, just too much.
0: And Mother Superior clearly does not She's like She's been in Sophia. everything too. Yes. Yeah, so Mother Superior was played by Kathleen Freeman who she literally, her IMDb list is so long. Also um, sounds Jewish. She was in uh, the Blues Brothers. Mm. Oh, she also played a nun. She played Sister Mary Stigmata. That's funny. Right. Wow. She was in Naked Gun 33 and a yeah, Third but I she did that. not play she played muriel mm. um she was uh, a voice in shrek oh wow she did a lot she has a lot of um good for credits.
1: her good for her she did a lot of tv good for her
0: um she's not a big fan of sophia um no. and there's a great line where she she says something to sophia and walks away and sophia's like "Ooh, i'm so scared what's she gonna do take away my self-denial privileges <laughs>
1: <laughs> what is that
0: I mean, it's like nuns get nothing. So it's like, what is she going to do? Take away my self denial. What's self
1: denial? Is that like a Catholic thing?
0: I guess. Like, they don't have any material items.
1: So I we really should have brought in like a nun for this episode. We should
0: have brought in a nun. Nuns out there?
1: I don't think they're listening to podcasts. Can they? What does the Pope say about that?
0: I don't know. So the women come to visit
1: mm, yes.
0: and Sophia's doing great. 10 mm-hmm. days celibate.
1: <laughs> um, and Dorothy's like, me too.
0: Yeah, I love that. Yeah. It's so sweet. Me too, um, actually. So can we talk about the fact that both Blanche and Mother Superior have said that Sophia's not going to get her cleaning deposit back <laughs> for...
1: What is Sophia what doing? Is Sophia do,
0: what has Sophia done in a convent over 10 days that also, why why would a nun make you put a cleaning deposit down to live in a convent?
1: Yeah, I have a feeling those are like just maintained by a higher authority. Like God? No, I don't like think... A,
0: or like a cardinal? I don't
1: think God has like a Swiffer. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well,
0: we do know. Wait, what do you think
1: she's doing? Okay, okay. <laughs> we she we know about the hot plate from Shady Pines, right? Yeah, so we know she that may she's making sm- things. She might be burning things. She we, might she might have a fire thing. She might have a fire fetish thing, right? Going on.
0: I believe that's called. Maybe
1: she makes candles. Being a pyro. Maybe she makes candles.
0: Maybe she makes candles. I don't know. That Scented seems really candles. intricate. We do know that she like has peed in places in the middle of the night when she thinks she's at a toilet. So maybe she's peed in the My closet or something. My little brother
1: used to half asleep, wake up and pee behind the dresser. So maybe she's, she's doing She's that. definitely
0: peed but in the room. But it's
1: harder for women to projectile pee.
0: You know what? She also hung up that sweet Tom Cruise thing That's with right, the Pope on the other side. Because we see side. that in
1: the next scene. So she's
0: putting nails in the wall.
1: Well, that was, the Pope's already up there. So like that was probably already there.
0: No, because she put that Tom on the, the other side. No, that was like she
1: put very Tom, perfectly no, framed. She put Tom Cruise on the other side.
0: I don't believe that. I think she brought it from home. Mm, also, Tom. Tom Cruise. That's not who I would have up on my wall if I was really. A nun. Yeah, it was
1: 1990.
0: Mm. He was all over in 1990. Shit. He had just I would gotten have,
1: his first Academy Award nomination. For I would Born have on the had of July.
0: River Phoenix up on my wall.
1: Okay, that's basic. I mean, is it? it is. Who yes. would you have had? In 1990, hmm, I probably would have had a Kevin Klein from A Fish Called Wanda. Yeah. That would have been more like, guys, I am into artier films, like more under-the-radar films. Not fucking basic as fuck, stand by me, everyone's going gaga goo goo over that dude.
0: Okay, first of all... Don't ever shit on Stand By Me again. I will get physical with you. Second, oh. if you've never seen River Phoenix in Running On Empty oh, I've seen Dogfight seen or it all. Sneakers seen it or all. Little Nikita. Running
1: On Empty, he's incredible. But you know who's better in that film? Christine fucking Lottie. That's who's better in that film the woman who played his mother, because she had to give him up. All he had to do was exist. She had to say, no, I'm going to leave my son because he deserves a life. That's acting. River Phoenix just stood there and went, thanks, Mom, and got an Oscar nomination for it. 1988, Best Supporting Actor.
0: (laughs) So Sophia's been peeing in the closets. I can't continue to engage in a... There's, I cannot continue to talk to you. There's if one you're listener going to who
1: we both know, Ben, who we had What um, holiday. Was that 4th of July? And he would appreciate everything I just did for Christine Lottie.
0: Great. So Mother Superior tells Dorothy that she's no longer welcome. Sophia's
1: got to go. Yeah. Gotta she's go. got to go. She ain't welcome and in God's house. Dorothy's
0: going to break the news to her. Yeah. And it's so great because she's like, ma remember that time when i was at summer camp and or something like uh i don't know i didn't write the line down but (laughs) Sophia's like they want me to leave don't they she's like yeah and then sophie has a really sweet moment where she's like you know i know god wants my life to be meaningful i can't do that if i'm not here Hmm. and dorothy brings up all of the amazing things that she does and has done within the context of the show she's like you you do amazing things. Your life is meaningful. You do Meals on Wheels. You yeah. do volunteer hospital work. Both yeah. of which we've seen, and they're right. Yeah. It's so sweet that Sophia thought that you know I she think had to take Sister Agnes's place. I've
1: been thinking a lot about that myself. In that, like, there is there is this sort of like you have this sort of defined level of what you should be based on standards that sort of are visible from the outside forces. You know what I mean from churches or from you know, tv or from friends or whatever mm-hmm. we think we need to aspire to be a certain thing in a certain way because it's been that way before and it's like you can kind of just like be you and exist in a world and be present and for your community and for your people i mean i have that with like because i converted to judaism and mm-hmm. so like what kind of jew am i am and, and i i really struggled with will i ever be like a complete Jew. Mm -hmm. And then in the course of doing this film, but also other things, I've learned that like, oh, no, I'm my purpose is sort of being a voice and doing the things that I know I'm good at Mm -hmm. and that I can be of service to my community in so far as the things that I am good at doing. Yeah. Not so much what the outside forces are predefining for what I should be doing Mm -hmm. because I can't do that. I'm not that. And Sophia is not a nun. Right. She's a good person. And it's
0: also interesting too that her, her point for becoming a nun wasn't like, this is how I need to be a good Catholic. It was more like, a friend of uh, my best friend passed away and that was her calling. Yeah. So I'm going to step in and finish what she her set job, out to do, what she
1: should have done, which yeah. says she's just, she's just a really good person. She's a really she's good like, friend and a good Jesus-like. person. Jesus like.
0: Yeah. It forgives all the bad things she's ever said about anybody. Yeah. I also feel like in the last, like, I don't know, handful of episodes this season, she's kind of been mean mm-hmm. and very mean. Uh, so this was like, yeah, this is a really sweet, uh, Sophia episode. And then it dovetails in the most fabulous way when Sophia, Dorothy brings Sophia back home. They're sitting on the couch and, uh, um, things
1: that have changed around the house. Talking about things that have changed. Since she's been gone for the week.
0: Yeah. Since she's yeah. been gone. That would have been a great time for you to play since you've been gone by Kelly Clarkson.
1: Um, a, I don't believe Kelly Clarkson is Catholic. Um,
0: right. But that's not why I would want you to play it. It's just, just since, because it fits with been the gone. song. Just because she's like, since you've been gone, this is what's happened.
1: Um, uh, Okay. No, that's fine.
0: Uh, your phone is lighting up. That's creepy. Anyway, it's,
1: it's the like, it's the Kim Kardashian light. Okay, they gave it to me for the film so that so that it could be in the movie when I was in Israel. But they sent it too late, so it's a light, guys. It's a it's a phone case that it's a selfie light that you press and then you can do both sides and it makes you look really good.
0: We'll take a picture with it. I'll take a picture of you taking a picture of yourself with it so people can see what it looks
1: like. Good.
0: Um. So. <laughs> When the women are sitting there talking about how things have changed <laughs> since she was at the convent for exactly yes. 10 days. 10 days, 10 days. All of a sudden, running out of Blanche's bedroom and oh out God. the door, the way that like when like all the dogs were chasing yes. Rose yes. or like a Santa Claus was chasing Blanche. Yes. Um, Blanche comes out in a uni- nurse's uniform. She's chasing Arthur in his underwear, whose yeah. neck brace is off. Um, who's chasing was Rose faking it. with the video camera. Because Arthur was faking it.
1: And Blanche is wearing a kick-ass nurse outfit. She, she is, looks I think Blanche amazing. has never looked better. I mean, first season and this season, Blanche is at her top shape.
0: I wish they run by and it happened so fast. I'm like, I wish they could have slowed down just for a second so I could get a good cat, like a really good look at Blanche.
1: It was great. It was, and then
0: Sophia and Dorothy like don't even look up from the couch because it's just a
1: normal day. Not much has changed.
0: I loved this episode. It's
1: a good, tight, sort of, sort of uh, almost like a fantasy episode because it doesn't fit within sort of normal storylines that we're used to at all. But it, uh, it's a real delight.
0: I loved it. Yeah, I loved the nuns. I loved. I loved it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and I love that I was able to play Sister Act. Yeah.
0: That you know? was great. Good that call. Was, that
1: was, I mean, movie, guys.
0: I used to have the Sister Act and the Sister Act 2 soundtrack I ha- I have... on audio cassette tape, and I used to listen to it on car rides. Me too. Rides.
1: I used to listen to it on my cassette tape all I the fucking loved it. time. Sister Act
0: 2. Oh I have it on God. Blu-ray,
1: both Sister Act 1 and 2. You know, that's my golden takeaway. You guys, go watch Sister Act tonight.
0: And Sister Act 2.
1: But don't watch the View afterwards because it'll you'll be really upset. At, Why would like, they
0: watch the View afterwards?
1: Because it's upset. To, it's it's sad for me to see like Whoopi Goldberg being who she is right now because it's like ah oh, Whoopi what are what are you doing? I
0: think Fraser's hacking up a hairball right now. Yep, yep. he's that's his golden takeaway. His golden takeaway in a fortune cookie. It's like fuck
1: your podcast. Fortune I got shit happening here.
0: Piece of paper come out of his mouth. Yeah. Um, that is a really <laughs> good golden takeaway. Yeah. Um. I think my golden takeaway
1: is to learn more about what it means to be Catholic because you are one.
0: <laughs> I know plenty. Sure <laughs> I know my do. I know my confirmation name.
1: What is, then what is that?
0: It's Bridget. Oh, what is your confirmation mm. name? It's like you choose a Catholic name when you make your confirmation oh, like attack. I got
1: a Hebrew name.
0: Yeah. yeah. What yeah. is it? Shlomo. Shlomo and Bridget. That's what we should change <laughs> the name of the podcast. Shlomo
1: too. and Bridget. Actually it's Solomon, but Shlomo's a Whatever I see, I see. Yeah.
0: Um, I think my golden takeaway is uh, don't waste honey.
1: Oh, don't waste honey. Don't it's waste so honey, guys. It's expensive. It's like $6.99 for a small jar. Don't
0: waste honey. The bees yeah. are really working their butts off but so But if we you can get it at it.
1: Costco, yeah, it's more, but you get a lot more for your buck.
0: Yeah, get it at Costco. Yeah.
1: And that one, you could, prob- you could probably fill up a small tub with like six ones of the Costco brand honey. And that's you're looking at like $100.
0: Okay. I mean, if you want to make the investment, but then like... Come in and eat the honey afterwards. But
1: then, what do you do with all that honey? Like after they stand up, back
0: up. I don't know. I don't know. If
1: he's naked in it, that means his like butt crease juice is like getting in that honey. You can't put that on your oatmeal.
0: No, I mean, unless you really clean yourself first. Maybe even then. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know is the answer. It's not like stepping on grapes at a winery because it doesn't stick to your. You just do it with your clean feet, guys. That
1: makes me uncomfortable.
0: If you're following along with the podcast, the next episode we'll be watching is Mrs. George Devereaux. <gasps> Oh, it's a good one I'm it excited is a good for one. it yeah. this has been Out on the Lanai thank you guys so much for listening today you can go to outonthelenai.com to learn more about the podcast listen to old episodes look at photos you can also go to outonthelanaicom slash donate where you can provide a one time donation to the podcast or set up a monthly donation through mm-hmm. Patreon all money goes towards post, uh, cost of, of creating this lovely podcast for you guys every single week and, and I'm
1: H. Allen Scott. You can follow me at H. Allen Scott on basically everything.
0: And I am oh,
1: Squid I Squid
0: on Twitter. I'm Squidzy on Instagram. You guys can follow the podcast on Facebook.com slash Golden Podcast. <laughs> and on Twitter, we are at Golden Girls Pod. What were you going to say?
1: There's this new app called Ra Where people can like leave comments to you anonymously. And there's a lot of really inappropriate comments people have been leaving me. <laughs> okay. So don't follow me there.
0: Oh, okay. This That's month. what you wanted to say?
1: Yeah. You, I mean, you could. I think I deleted it, though, because it got real I mean, there were some sweet ones. And people, podcast listeners, people listen to the podcast, which is really oh. great. But there were some that got a little bit like,
0: wow. Dude. Okay. I'm going to ask you to show me some of those. Yeah. Guys, thank you so, so much for listening and for uh, leaving us messages and comments and stuff on Facebook and Twitter. We absolutely love it. And until next time stay golden
1: I love when she sings Do you think that's her real voice?
0: No, actually I was going to tell you it's not her real voice It's, it's a different woman's voice You just shattered they my world the part Wait, here comes the high note Wait, gets better
1: Oh, she does it again? Right
0: Oh, so good. Just played oh. out. Here comes Kathy and Jimmy. Ready?
1: <gasps> Where was Kathy and Jimmy? It was at the end. It was the last version of it. Well, guys, mm-hmm. stay golden. <laughs>